This is a Holding Hands podcast. And welcome again to the Always Child Focus podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Goddard, and in this episode, we are going to be covering visit reports. And we have Jackie with us here to discuss and answer some of the questions. And I believe that Sam is going to be chiming in this time. Every now in this and then. Episode. Every now and again. There we go. <laughs> so, Jackie, what do visit reports cover? Okay, so visit reports are the, I like to call them their, their documented observations of the contact worker uh, during, at the time of the visit. So they're written in an observational manner. Uh, they're non-judgmental. They're factual reports. Uh, they're very comprehensive. The reports at Holding Hands um, they do cover the the happenings in a visit. So it starts at the beginning. Uh, it talks about the greetings between the visiting parent and the child. Um, then it documents a lot of the interactions that the worker is observing. So things like um, the conversations that are that are being exchanged, the activities they're engaging in, um, the food and drink they've consumed, if the child's been to the bathroom, if they've needed any assistance. Um, and then at the end, it also talks about the, um, the farewells between the visiting parent and the child, and then also documents the handover information that's provided to the lives with parent. The other really important things that we cover in, in our visit reports are Things like uh, if the workers needed to intervene or be involved in the visit at any point in time, because um, that's really important to note. And also um, the positives that have, that have um, been highlighted from the visit and also any concerns or areas that can be worked on for future visits. So they are quite comprehensive reports. They are very comprehensive reports. They're detailed. Um, very, very detailed, yeah. But but they're not yeah. actually, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're not blow by blow. It's not like they're documenting every second of every visit. They're documenting the major happenings. That's that's right, yeah. It, it would sort it would be, um, I'm not sure if this is uh, okay to say, but I, I would think that it would be unreasonable to expect for a worker to be transcribing verbatim um, the conversations that are happening between a parent and child. Um, having said that, if there are conversations that, come up where there are concerns um, or inappropriate conversations absolutely they are documented um, and that will be explored also in that concern section i think that's perfectly reasonable to say and i'm sure that sam will now chime in and i was going to say that our workers are very skilled but their skills are definitely not being a transcriber (laughs) um we're not one of those people that i imagine in those court documents that are typing it all and they ask can we have that to the record um, but yeah. they do a really good job of really identifying the key points of the visit and highlighting those. So they're still very skilled, just different skills. Great. Yes. And I, I think it's really important to note as well that um, the worker's main focus is the child. Mm. So throughout the report, they are noting the child's presentation. And if, if a parent asks a particular question that, um, you know, it might be a little bit, um, I guess, Uncomfortable? Um, concerning it, the uncomfortable, yeah. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> um, they're also documenting how the child is is responding to that question, mm-hmm. and you know, also then how the parent is um, engaging that child. The child's presentation is really key in these these visit reports, and 
yeah, the, the reports are incredibly important. At Holding Hands, I should say that uh, the reports are emailed to both parents and usually within a few days after each session. So parents can, can have a read through them. And what Jackie said the, earlier about it not being non-judgmental, these reports aren't us going in and going, this is who you are as a parent, this is us observing you as a parent. Mm. We're not sitting there making a judgment on it. We are just documenting mm. what we have seen. Our role isn't to be the uh, the judger or the coach. Our role is to observe. I'm so glad you brought that up, Sam, because I was actually going to ask that question and I'm glad that you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> and why are these visit reports so important? Well, I think we've we've touched on that a little bit. I think the the reports are really important because they are um, obviously sent to parents. Um, parents do then most of the time send on to their lawyers, but the the reports help inform the people involved about what's actually happening between the visiting parent and the child, what those interactions look like, and really they're helping to inform future decisions about the contact arrangements so they're incredibly important um, we do know that often our reports are read by uh, family consultants and icls and family dispute resolution practitioners judges um, judges sometimes yep yeah, yep yeah. sometimes school psychologists other people who are working with this family um, to understand what that dynamic is like between the visiting parent and the child. Great. And who gets these reports? Yeah, so first and foremost, they're sent directly to parents. Parents can then choose who they send them to. Um, generally, they will send to their lawyers um, and often to the ICLs as well. I think we've mentioned this in a, in a previous podcast, but often our um, files are subpoenaed uh, by either party so obviously the reports are included in those document subpoenas okay and i really think the final question and the i think the most important question is, is how should parents read these reports and i know it sounds like a funny question because you know how do you read a report you open it up you read the words on but how, how should <laughs> you read these reports um, i'm glad you asked that question ben because reading these reports can be uh, incredibly uncomfortable and yeah. awkward and even confronting to some parents. And as we've just said, they're really comprehensive. They're very, very detailed. So for a lives with parent um, reading those reports, that can be really confronting to read the interactions between the child and the visiting parent. Um, and then also for the visiting parent to read through them and recall those interactions, that can be also an unusual experience. I, I do have to say though, um, when I'm talking to parents before their first visit, I will always suggest that they either have someone with them when they're reading that first report or the first few reports yeah, or, or even having someone available by phone uh, to talk to about the report just to have a chat about it if there's any sort of feedback that they have. Uh, and I just want to also add that our kids don't know what a visit report is, so they're not consciously aware that someone is documenting yes. it. So as a parent who is reading it, it's really important to make sure that you're not then taking the information that has been in that visit back to a child where they're not prepared for it. They're not aware that that mm. has happened. So making sure that if anything does come up while reading it for you, you are tuning into and connecting with other people 
who can help you to make sense of mm. and to feel comfortable with it so that if you are to then talk to or about it to your child, you're really conscious that you don't want it to be an unsafe position for them and to be un- emotionally unsafe is what I'm after, emotionally unsafe to hear mm. that yeah. you knew what was happening during a visit when they weren't consciously aware of the fact that they were being recorded. Mm. Documented. That is a really fantastic point, Absolutely. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really important point. Great. Well, thanks to you both again. That brings us to the the end of this episode. We hope you found it useful. I, I know I certainly have. Thank you for listening. See you again soon. You've been listening to Always Child Focus, a podcast by Holding Hands. Holding Hands would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, sky and waterways where we are able to learn.